You're the dummy that don't believe in science. All your projects always be denying. You're the dummy. Hey guys, welcome to the start of the podcast. It's me, Blake Johnson. It's me, Gabe Weber. Today's the day. It's the full name. That didn't feel as cool as I thought it would be. No, that was the coolest thing ever. And we also have another person. Hello, I'm Kit. Back again. Round two. Number dose, as some would say it. Not most. They might say that. I don't I don't know who, but I'm sure someone would. Probably. So anyway. You guys ready for like my top five Pokemon? One of the top five, not the whole top five. It's 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 the B one. Yeah, we got uh, Beedrill this week uh, in honor of the murder hornets that have been going around this United States of America, as it is known, which I'm pretty sure they're not even that bad in all honesty. But we'll hey, actually... you shut your mouth. I don't want I don't want to see that. I hate the regular sized ones. I don't need an extra large that's not fun size. None of them are fun size. <laughs> Yeah, you see, Gabe, you've got wasps, I've got spiders, I will... <laughs> Mine can hurt you, though. Spiders can't do anything. Eh, well, wasps, they, I guess they can, but they're not not—they're not that bad, to be completely honest. Alright, kid, you're gonna be the, uh, the middleman here. Which side are you going on? Do you hate wasps or spiders more? I mean, wasps can fly. Like, that's all there is to it. Ooh... That's the deciding factor for me. There it is, folks. You heard it they here first. They can mount a much stealthier and sneakier attack. I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know about that, actually. Wasp are full frontal assault. Spiders will just sit up in the corner of your like bedroom and just stare down at you like, oh, that looks like a juicy meal. <laughs> the whole body. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at me. They're the like... perfect size prey for my little eight-legged body. <laughs> I, do you know how long I would feed them? years they're 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 looking at me like oh that's that's gonna save my family if i can just bag that one it's like more than a lifetime that see spiders can they're the worst thing in the world in my opinion but i understand why we need them i imagine you sitting in your bed and like your eyes are closed and they shoot open you just glance at like the side corner of your room you're like i know you're there i know you're there (laughs) you think that doesn't happen sometimes (laughs) Dude, once, so, before we get into Beedrill, I was going to say, this is how terrified I am of spiders. Once, I woke, I woke up, middle of the night, I thought I might have seen a spider. I'm not even sure. There might have been a spider in my bed. I didn't sleep in my room for two days. Wow. No joke. I was, so, not until I found a spider to kill in my room did I sleep in there again. Because then I, I don't think it probably wasn't. It was probably a totally different spider. That spider probably did nothing to me except exist, but I took it out because oh. I was so terrified. I'm proud of you. I'm, pr- I'm proud that you got that one, though. Yeah, it's it's my crusade. To... See, spiders, I, I will not mess with any bug if it's outside. But it, when you come in on my turf, in my house, you, you, you've lost your life privileges at that point, bugs. <laughs> so that's a warning to all bu- our bug listeners out there. But imagine... If you could stick a bug in a in a ball and use it to fight other animals, and its name was Beedrill, and you put it in your ball, and you fought with it. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yes. 
Transition, uh, baby. There we go. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, before we actually get into the oh. specific speech, oh, I want to yeah. go over a little bit of some Pokemon news and information. There's actually been a decent amount of news that has come out this week on different things. So, unlike past weeks, where there's been, like, not much of importance, uh, this one actually has some stuff. So, first off, uh, Nintendo is currently experiencing some experiencing some difficulties with their uh, network services across the switch wii u and 3ds platforms there's not uh, an eta right now on when the stuff will be restored but you can check on nintendo.com under like consumer network status and stuff like that uh, to figure out when that's up also the japanese uh, release of the pokemon movie coco has been postponed Sometime in the future, they will uh, announce the new release date. But as of right now, we don't know when that will be coming out. Isn't there already a movie called Coco? Yeah, it's uh, the movie with the new mythical uh, Zerude, I want to say it's pronounced. It's the dark grass type, like, jungle monkey. Uh, So that that might also delay the release of that mythical Pokemon, possibly. Because it was originally going to be first released with that movie. I was actually debating buying tickets to it in Japan just so I could get the... Uh, mythical pokemon earlier but i thought you i thought you said i thought you're gonna say you're gonna go watch it japan no dude congrats (laughs) but maybe not now that seems like a not great time money wise yes i was just gonna get tickets so i could get it because eventually we'll get in america at some point but like i was like i could get it earlier but seems like that's not an option now shoot wait what's that what's that one called sorry the the movie or the pokemon movie uh pokemon the movie coco C-O-C-O. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why it's called Coco. I that seems like a very off brand for most Pokemon movies names. Yeah. It's usually like Hoopa in the Clash of Ages. You know, stuff like that <laughs> instead of Coco. It's like Pokemon, some crazy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. They better eat Cocoa Puffs. Shoot, now I want Cocoa Puffs. That's oh, fine. The other option for Pokemon titles is some uh a number pun like Pokemon Forever. You know, like that. That's also an option. Uh, another fact is that with all the uh, canceling of Pokemon, tur- like official Pokemon tournaments, there will be a the P- Pokemon Players Cup, which is going to be an open entry online tournament uh, taking place from June to August for the Pokemon trading card game, VGC, and Pokemon Tournament DX. One thing to note is that... Uh, you do have to be qualified in the Masters division to participate. And also, final thing is that due to COVID-19, the fifth episode of Twilight Wings, scheduled for release this month, has been delayed until June 5th. Is Twilight Wings like the the Pokemon one that's going on now? Not the, like, the main series. It's a series that goes over some of, I think it's like the world and lore of uh, uh, Galar. So... It's not like, Gallery, it doesn't have, like, yeah. Ash and stuff, but it does have, I know, at least in a couple of the episodes. Uh, I've only watched the first episode so far. I do want to watch more of it. Uh, but I know it's gone over some stuff with Nessa, the water-type gym leader. Oh, okay. That's fun. She's fun. Yeah. She's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that all you have to say, Gabe? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we'll have a NSFW podcast later coming in. That's all about Nessa. It'd be it'd be yep. NSFWFH. Not safe for work from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for that episode. Yep. Coming out later if, if you're over eighteen, if you're not over eighteen, you, you won't enjoy it. It's not fun. It's mostly taxes. No. So going back to Beedrill. 
Beedrill is number 15 in the National Pokedex and is known as the Poison Bee Pokemon. Gen 1, baby. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> God, one, one question, Kit. Would you call yourself a Gen 1-er? I... I wouldn't call myself that, but you are allowed to. Okay. Well, for, first, I no, I can I can get this with one one question. I feel like that I'll be able to pe- peg this. What's your opinion on the fairy type? I honestly, after playing competitive, understand that it is necessary because dragons were too good. But it is a necessary evil, and we must remember in our hearts that it is evil. <laughs> okay, I will. You're on the borderline for me because I was like, if you were just like, I hate fairy type, be like, okay, yeah, you're a Gen Oneer personally. But I'm like, you're you're on the borderline because you you don't like it, but you understand the need, which I respect. I also, in terms of gameplay elements, I need abilities. Like Pokemon without abilities was so boring. Oh yeah, that is also true. I I agree with that. Uh, I played Pokemon Let's Go for a bit, but I was like, it's just, it just didn't seem as fun when I couldn't be like, ooh, can I do stuff with this Pokemon's ability? No, because they don't have any. I'm mm, like, this is boring. Amen. Back to Beedrill. Uh, Beedrill is dual type bug and poison type and is the final evolution in the Weedle line, evolving from Weedle into Kakuna at level 7 and Kakuna into Beedrill at level 10. Also, if Beedrill is holding a Beedrillite, it can Mega Evolve into Mega Beedrill, which is cool. That is fun. Now, Beedrill's name comes from the word B because it's <laughs> a B and drill, likely in reference to its kind of like needle-like cone-shaped uh, stingers that are on its arms that can kind of be seen as drills. I assume I read this part because it's in highlighted. Yeah, I put that there if you wish to read it. I was like, oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll give. I'll, I'll give I want to. I want to give you some more stuff. Ooh, some behind the scenes. Yeah, parting the kimono. Yeah, and say. I got the new mic, so you can hear me flub every word in a crisp sound and audio. Perfect clarity. Its Japanese name is Sapai, which means spear. Once more, in reference to its arm or stinger. I don't know how you pronounce Sapai. I don't know. I was Sapai Sapia. I don't. I don't know. It's Jap. I don't know Japanese. Sapai. 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 But yeah, it's yep, that was it. Its names are pretty literal, honestly, for Beedrill, just in general. So Beedrill has technically three abilities: it has its uh, common ability, has its hidden ability, and then when it Mega evolves, it has a, another different ability. So the most common ability you're going to have on a Beedrill is Swarm. And Swarm works similarly to Overgrow, as we talked about in our Bulbasaur episode, which happens when so when Beedrill is at one-third health or lower, I believe, uh, its bug-type moves do 50% more damage. So pretty basic ability. But when it has uh, its hidden ability, it is Sniper, which increases the damage of critical hits by 50%. So in generations four and five, this brought it from a two times multiplier for crits to three, but in generation six onwards, crits were reduced to 1.5 damage, so it, it brings it to 2.25 times damage multiplier when a crit happens, which is still pretty good, except there's not really many ways to guarantee a crit, except for like, I think two moves, which I don't think any Pokemon with Sniper can learn, so it's kind of sad, because otherwise I think that would be pretty good. It's weird that Sniper ups the damage of crits, because the whole point of crits is that they do more damage. I feel like a Sniper would get more of them. I wish Sniper was better than it is. Like, 
Because it's cool. I like it. But it's like, if it, maybe if it did a little bit of both. Maybe if it was like, it did less, added less damage to crits, but gave you a higher chance to crit. Like, so I did a little something on both sides, but like, yeah, that's just. It sounds fun to me. Yeah, I know. But the, I know nothing, so. Yeah, I I like the, the concept of the ability a lot. I just wish it. I just wish it was more usable. Usually, you just go with whatever its other ability is because it's going to be more generally useful. Okay. And then when it mega evolves, it gets the ability adaptability, which is amazing because it changes your your stab uh, bonus from one point five to two times more damage, which is kind of kind of really good. Which will I assume will be going into a little bit when we talk about or Kit talks about uh, its competitive uses. Oh yeah. So the the fun stuff you put it in quotes again. Mm-hmm. It is fun. It's yeah. I I put the quotes I'm there because it. no, I put the quotes there for emphasis. No lies. All right, the fun stuff. It's my turn. Uh, it has a gender ratio of fifty fifty. Again, I thought it was a hundred percent guys, but it has a catch rate of forty five, which is eleven point nine percent. Is in the bug egg group. It has a hatch time of 3,855 to 4,111 steps. It has a height of 3 feet 3 inches or 1 meter. When it mega evolves, it becomes 4 feet 7 inches or 1.4 meters. This thing is the ultimate murder hornet, and I love it, but I also hate murder hornets. Uh, it weighs 65 pounds, or 29.5 kilograms. That's lighter than I expected. Yeah, but I have a relatively big dog. It's a uh, golden doodle. No one knows what kind of dog that is. But it, it comes up about to my waist, and that thing weighs about 70 pounds. So when I think of, like, a, a bee the size of my dog, I'm like, that is that is terrifying. I hate I, that. Because that's also about the size of any of my siblings like i have three five younger siblings and even the oldest one is maybe maybe about that weight so i'm just like that's big hey blake are we just gonna scrape over the fact that you almost forgot two of your siblings just then okay hey i have (laughs) so i have family with my mom and my stepdad and then i have family with my dad and my stepmom and i at first i was only thinking of the family that's here so i was thinking of the three siblings i have here that are living with me now and i kind of forgot to add the two siblings that i have over in south dakota so uh, that is my excuse for forgetting two of my siblings and i was just gonna scrape over that (laughs) (laughs) all right and because we have to talk about big hornets and i hate it have you seen a jumping spider and how flippin' huge they are? It's like a face hugger off the Alien series. I don't know if you guys know what yes, that is. And I'm really glad you reminded me of those. Um, yeah, you're welcome. I guess, I guess this episode has just reminded me of your fears. So I guess you're getting your payback. Everybody, look up. Just go to Google and type in "big hunter spider" and hate everything. Hate Australia. Australia is fine, right honestly. Now. They're. I don't want to look it up because I know what I'm going to find. They are massive, and I hate. Are you it. talking about the huntsman spider? Huntsman spider. Sorry, retcon. Huntsman spider. 
Google that. Big huntsman spider. Holy buckets. Yeah, no, it's awful. It uh, looks like a crab. Like, it's yeah. so big. And it, and it gallops. Imagine that thing galloping at you. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's awful. Don't Google any YouTube videos, please. Uh, the base experience yield of 159 from generations 1 through 4, but in 5 honored, it has a 178 experience yield. It has a leveling rate of medium fast, making it 1,059,860 experience points to get it to level 100. It has an EV yield of 2, an attack, and 1, and special defense. It has a shape of Pokemon with 2 or more pairs of wings. Hold up, I need to look at this. Yeah, yeah, it's just a flying thing. Uh, hey, everybody, rejoice. It has a footprint. It's basically a circle with a small spike sticking out of the top because this thing's got some scrawny legs and very skinny feet. Uh, it has a base friendship of 70 and is not currently in Sword and Shield. The end. So now we can get into a little bit on what it looks like, what it's designed af- after. So to everyone's surprise, Beedrill is designed <gasps> after like a bee, but... Or a wasp, but it actually resembles more towards a hornet, specifically the Asian giant hornet, the world's largest hornet, or the murder hornet. <laughs> ah, so sorry. this thing Keep is going. literally just a giant murder hornet for those people out there. This is literally designed after that exact one. Uh, even though they're not actually that uh, m- murdery, because they kill like m- maybe like 15 people a year in Japan. But like That's more than, that's more than sharks. I'm going to point that one out. <laughs> yeah, but people aren't allergic to sharks. Uh, they, you can be I don't know. I'd say I'm pretty allergic to getting my arm bitten off. I would say that. I don't know if that's exactly what allergic means, but uh, okay. They're not bad, but like, the thing is, if be- based on the size of Beedrill, one sting from Beedrill would kill you. Like, that's easily a lethal dose. Because like, like, it takes like... 90 stings to get like a lethal an average lethal dose from like a or maybe closer to 60 because of like medicine and stuff like if we didn't have like medicine and stuff it might be closer to that but like i think one b drill sting you're just you're down forever yeah i i didn't even think about the poison part i just thought you meant like getting stabbed with a knife is a lethal dose and i was a bit confused <laughs> no. but i i see what you're saying now because it, it says poison there yeah it is it is painful the mur- uh, those murder hornets but they're they're actually not even the most venomous but like this isn't a murder hornet hornet cast so i won't go into oh. all the research that i for some well not i know why i did because i was researching beedrill and i was looking what the the similarities were so i was I ended up learning a lot about the murder. I hate That's it. Not Keep going, though. That's fine. That's fine. So, for those, for more specifics of Beedrill's design, uh, Beedrill resembles a bipedal wasp or hornet instead of an actual bee and has only four legs instead of six, tubing its normal bug-like legs and tubing its arms with long cone-like spikes coming from them that can kind of resemble like a lance or a drill. Uh, another thing that differs from the normal wasp is a lack of a simple eye or pigment pit which i did some research on it i'm still confused what they are but i i just copied and pasted some stuff from wikipedia so that maybe some people who actually understand what this means might know 
says Allah. Uh, uh, pigment paint re uh, refers to a form of eye or an optical arrangement composed of a single lens and without an elaborate retina such as occurs in most vertebrates. I think it's talking about compound eyes from what I could get from contacts. It's like talking about compound eyes and there's something with this pigment pit that pigment pit that goes along with compound eyes, but I don't really truly understand. I tried to find video there's no videos explaining it from what I could find, so I was just like, I'm just gonna be confused on this. Wait, what eyes do we humans have? Compact? Com is that what you said? Complex? I don't know what we have. Complex eyes. We have. We have, I have no clue. Cool eyes. I don't. I don't know because it's because it's also like there's a. It was confusing. I I did like half an hour of research on it. I learned nothing more than what I just read there, which was the first huh. line that I read pretty much. So I was like, huh. it was just confusing. Probably All right, I just well, didn't know what any of the words meant. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Getting on to the stuff that's not as confusing. Pijol's head is ra is relatively round with a pointed mouth. It has two large red eyes and a pair of black antennae that have a sharp bend in the middle protruding from its head. Pijol has two pairs of rounded veined wings and another large yellow stinger sticking out from its uh, black and yellow striped abdomen. When Mega Be when Beedrill evolves into Mega Beedrill through Mega Evolution, a lot of its parts become more defined and sharper. Notably, its uh, antennae are shorter and T-shaped. Its eyes are longer and sleeker. And it now has three pairs of wings as well. Its two stingers on its uh, hands become longer and larger. Much more resembling lances in this form. Or maybe javelins. Uh, its legs also morph into uh, conical stingers. And its abdomen stinger becomes much larger and much uh, sharper less round in general when you find a shiny beedrill and in turn mega beedrill they have their yellow turned more of a green color and their red eyes become blue instead of red dude mega beedrill looks super cool and regular beedrill does look really cool too i hate hornets but i, I love beedrill for some reason i don't Beedrill's know cool. all right so some major appearances of beedrill beedrill's largest appearance was in episode 161 of the original series called The Bug Stops Here. This Beedrill was caught by Ash in the bug catching contest, but Ash gave it to the character Casey? I believe because so. Because her. Alright. Uh, because her affinity for the yellow and black Pokemon. This was one of many Beedrills that appeared during this episode. Wait, wasn't there like a huge beat? Didn't Ash get attacked by a bunch of Beedrills in like the first or second episode? I don't know. In like the first episode, Ash is attacked by a bunch of uh, Spearows, which Pikachu defends off. Oh, okay. Now there are a metric ton of Beedrill things in like minor appearances, so there could have just been like a one-off. They showed up once and attacked, so that could be a thing. Okay. I only did. There was only one. Like this is the biggest appearance. I was like, because everything else was just like very small things, and I would have had to watch like everything they were in, so I could see if any of them were actually worth mentioning. And I'm like, I'm not gonna watch like. 40 hours of pokemon just to figure out if it's worth mentioning i don't have that kind of time so i just cho chose the biggest one uh the most notable one for it, in that. episode 161 if you guys want to check out that cool b drill mm -hmm. i vaguely remember that episode because I, I i know i watched all the way up through advanced generations and it started getting then i i've only watched them like off and on since then all right, let's get into those entries. So, the first 
Pokedex entry is actually coming from yellow, not red and blue, because a later one just has one of the red and blue one, but with better information. So I'm like, there's no use putting in the red and blue one. So it's because you... Beedrill's yellow. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's why. No other reason. <laughs> so in Pokemon Yellow, it says, It has three poisonous stingers on its forelegs and its tail. They are used to jab its enemy repeatedly. Ouch. Yeah, nothing too crazy uh, there, but it kind of gives you its general attack strategy of, like, using a bunch of small hits more than, like, a big, like, finishing blow. So in Pokemon Stadium, it states... That Beedrill flies at high speeds and attacks with three stingers, one in its rear and one on each of its two forelegs. May appear in swarms. Yeah, nothing too big, but just kind of going into its general, again, attack strategy. And in Pokemon Gold, it states it can take down any opponent with its powerful poison stingers. It sometimes attacks in swarms. I would beg to differ. Yeah, I will say in competitive <laughs> that I don't think that really... <laughs> goes along but i think more in the actual pokemon world lore it seems that it's uh, poison is relatively powerful which at the end of all these like pokemon countries and stuff i'm going to go into a little bit of a nerd uh deep dive into some of the stuff with Beedrill's poison because i just got super interested in it and i want to share it to the world but uh can't wait yeah in pokemon silver it has three poison barbs the barb on its tail secretes the most powerful poison. That makes sense. In Pokemon Crystal, it states it uses sharp, poisonous stings to defeat prey, then takes the victims back to its nest for food. I bet we never see that in the no, anime. No, no, but like... Lame. The, the thing that... That's what actually makes me... Okay. I'm afraid of Beedrill. I'm going to put that one out there. Not because like it's a weird something... This is a bee that eats living flesh. This, this is a bee that eats meat. Don't make me hate Beedrill, please. I'm going to pretend that one didn't exist. It is. Hey, Beedrill's terrifying. That's what I need to let people know. In Ruby forward slash Sapphire, Beedrill is extremely territorial. No one should ever approach its nest. This is for their own safety. If angered, they will attack in a furious swarm terrifying imagine a swarm of flying dogs that look like beedrills coming at you dude like i can understand like don't approach it's for it's for your safety because if those beedrills attack you you're probably not making it like Mm -mm. one or two stings and you're you're down like for the count now and diamond pearl and platinum states its best attack involves flying around at high speed striking with poison needles and then flying off Again, just uh, hit and run tactics as it. And it may be flying off with your body. So keep that in mind too. This one's straight from the Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia? Yeah, I got that one right. I'm used to the Charmander Thesaurus, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Beedrill is highly territorial and unlike real bees, Beedrill lives in colonies rather than true hives. And they will work together to solve basic problems regarding food, territory, and reproduction. As seen in the anime, Beedrill seems to be especially concerned with the welfare of Weedle and Kakuna. Kakuna, yes. And it will respond aggressively to those that disturb them. That was just something I found interesting. I'm like, I'm going to take that because it wasn't... I assume it was in episodes of the anime and stuff that... I'm not going to watch all of the anime just to figure out a little bit about a Pokemon. Sorry, guys. But see, I'm using these resources so we still get the information. Good job. 
I think it pays to remember if you have to fight off a swarm of Beedrill that no matter how high in the air it may be flying, it will die to Earthquake. Yes. Because it is not <laughs> flying type. Uh, but so the next thing I'm going to say, it technically was in its under like mega evolution information. But after doing a lot of research, I, f- I figured out that it actually kind of applies. It applies to all of Beedrill. It doesn't only apply to its mega like. Because they say the same things in different areas, it just doesn't say it in one spot where it does for the Mega. So I'm putting this under Beedrill because it affects everything of Beedrill. Fast-acting poison is stored in the stingers on its limbs, while the tail stinger produces a slow-acting poison that is used to finish opponents. This in- The instantaneous poisons are instead used to prevent the foe from fleeing. Ugh. So hmm. now I'm going to talk about the stuff I was... As I started getting deep into the poison, the poisons of Beedrill, because I'm like, so I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, fast acting immobilization. That that makes sense. You're hunting your prey. You don't want it getting away. You want to be able to just carry it back. But I'm like, why have like a super slow acting lethal poison? Like, I was like, wouldn't it? I'm like, why would it? That doesn't really seem to help you in a long drown out, except in a long drown out fight, which I guess could work. But it's also like, what? But I was like, I thought of it. I think. Sorry, Gabe, this might make you hate Beedrills a little bit more, but no, I, I, if they want to yeah. eat, like, warm or maybe even living prey, hmm. like, because it would make, so they, so let's say they go and they're like, that's, that's prey. They look at something, they're like, I think that's prey. So they go and they start immobilizing. It, it doesn't work. It's too strong or something like, okay, this could be, this starts to get on the board like, okay, could this be a threat to the colony? So then they sting it with the poison so that if they do beat it, then they're able to take it back and it's still going to be warm and alive. So they can have the fresh, more fresh meat. But should they not be able to defeat it, it will still slowly die to the poison, eliminating the threat to the colony. That's awesome. That's my hypothesis of why that is. I've, I've, I've got another one. Okay. So th- this, this is going. <laughs> Sorry, Blake. I may make you hate spiders more. <laughs> I, I didn't mean. <laughs> How can I hate spiders more? It's, that's not possible. Go. All right, so this is what spiders do, so this might not be quite on track. But so what spiders do is when they wrap up their prey in their little spider webs, uh, they inject it with a venom that while the prey is still alive, it slowly melts their insides so they can just like basically stick a straw right in there and slurp it right up like a little fly smoothie basically so maybe that's kind of what beedrill's going for i i don't know i haven't seen them eat yeah but i don't want to and that's okay yeah the only, like i actually i'd been thinking a bit about that but i was like i didn't want to say because I, I wasn't sure like whether like so weedles can learn string shot which would be something that that would learn. but i'm like so they technically in the game can then pass on a beedrill, but I don't know if like in lore in the world a beedrill would be able to learn. So I was like, I didn't know how like how I should go with that. Like, could they wrap them up like that? I was like, I didn't know, and I was like, but yeah, I was that's, I was unsure, but yeah, it is a good point of like assuming that they'd be able to. There actually might be a point where beedrills have been shown to shoot string shots, in which that would actually be a very logical yeah uh, explanation. Which maybe I should have done more research in that way. Let's go games, Mega Beedrill. I don't know what Let's Go Games is. That sounds awesome though. That's the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Oh, let's let's go games. I thought it was like 
the Pokemon games like a weird Olympics. Okay, oh, I understand. Uh, its legs have become stingers. We're talking about Mega Beedrill. It stabs its prey repeatedly with its stingers on its limbs, dealing the final blow with the stinger on its rear. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of short ones and then a big final huzzah to end out. The biggest thing there is that it shows that uh, since Mega Beedrill is stronger, it actually seems to kind of ditch its hit and run tactics from what we can tell there. And that it's more of a, well, it still probably is very, tries to be very ev- evasive. It's not like going in a swarm, hitting, flying off a bit, coming back and letting the poison take effect. It's more of just like, I'm going to hit you a bunch and you're going to take it and you're going to lose. Seems to be the general uh, Mega Beedrill strategy due to their increased speed and power. Quick question before we get into the super fun stuff. Can you find and can I run away from a Mega Beedrill in the wild? No. Okay, awesome. This is this is okay. That is all I have. Alright, Kit. Go ham. Go get him. Go get him, Chief. Okay. We've entered into the competitive discussion section of the podcast. And I'm going to start. So we've got Smogon, the competitive sort of beating heart of Pokemon. I'm going to read the first sentence of the Beedrill strategy discussion for each generation, okay? So, starting with red and blue. Beedrill is really, really weak. (laughs) Utterly useless in play and totally outclassed as well. (sighs) Beedrill has bad stats all around, no real special move pool, and a poor physical one. This makes me sad. Beedrill is a bad Pokemon. That one hit me hard. To be blunt, Beedrill is a terrible Pokemon. Hmm. And here we have Beedrill Shines in UU thanks to its Mega Evolution. Hey, that's fun. There we go. So that's the history of Beedrill in competitive, really is it's just it just can't do anything uh bug poison is bad typing i mean it resists some pretty uncommon stuff nice double resist against fighting in grass but it's weak to the incredibly common fire and psychic especially in the earlier gens and these stats are just unfathomable i mean we have below average everything 65 hp 90 attack, 40 defense, which is abysmal, 45 special attack, terrible, special defense of 80, speed of 75. So it's not outspeeding anything, it's not going to survive any attacks, and it's really not going to kill anything either, unless it activates Sniper, but you need to get a crit to do that in the first place. When are we going to get a Pokemon that really just is half decent in a competitive? <laughs> uh, <Clefki laughs> well, was, uh, wait, which one was? Klefki. but did we talk we didn't talk about Klefki in the competitive area yeah yeah a little bit i did it we? wasn't as yeah, of good. course we oh yeah of course it wasn't we did. as good yeah. because i was doing it but like no, yeah i mean Klefki's you did, you did fine. fine there are some real real shining gems in competitive but uh yeah it all depends on what you guys decide to cover i suppose but we've got mega beedrill so mega beedrill keeps the bug poison listen to this though audience at home Attack of 150 and a speed of 145, which I think is the largest jump 
don't quote me on this, but I think it's the largest jump of any mega to regular to mega stat jump. I think it is the biggest. It's because yeah, it's it's a lot of points. Because it because dro- it also drops some of its stats, right? So it's like uh, so that's able to boost some of them more. If I'm what does exactly. it drop? It's already so low, I thought. Special attack goes from 45 to 15. Cool. There are some, you know, level one unevolved Pokemon that have less than 15 special attack. Or have more than 15 special attack. So oh, it is, this is abysmal. But it makes up for it with the 150. Yeah, it's not supposed to be using its special attack. It's like, don't don't even worry about it. We dropped it because you're not using it anyway. You're using its physical attack. That was about the point. Yeah, so I, you know, I appreciate what the devs did. And then you get an ability change to adaptability, which now the same type attack bonus. So if you're using a move that matches one of the Pokemon's two types... It's going to do double instead of 1.5 extra damage, which is huge. So basically, these bug and poison type attacks coming off of Mega Beedrill are going to be thick. Another important thing to remember is that the same generation that Mega Beedrill was introduced is also when fairies were running around. And so these double damage, stab, poison, 150 attack moves are are hugely powerful and they're going to take out fairies left and right so after all i've said you may think that mega beedrill uh is in ou everybody's using it loving it i remember using it when it was new but its usage is only in uu which is the tier below ou which is really good but it's not great and the reasons for this are twofold one it is weak to stealth rock Blake, do you want to explain to the fun people at home what a Stealth Rock is? Yeah, so Stealth Rock is a move where you can set up the this entry hazard of rocks so that whenever a Pokemon switches in, they're going to take damage. Normally, it is one-eighth of their health, but it does factor Pokemon's weaknesses and resistance. So if you're uh, resistant to rock, you'll only take uh, one-sixteenth damage. But if you are weak to rock, you could take one-fourth of your health, or even if you're du- if you're double-weak, one half of your health away from stealth rock so unfortunately every time beedrill comes in if your opponent has those stealth rocks set up it is taking a a fourth of its health and damage which is just terrible oh i thought you guys talking about takes half i was like holy bejeebers not quite half that would be atrocious stealth rock is also like one of the most common things in singles just because it is so good like you're not going to run into many games where you're not going to see Stealth Rocks because it's just so good. So, unfortunately, because of that weakness to Stealth Rock and the the other thing being it's just paper-thin defenses. And you may think, well, who cares about how weak it is if it's got this speed to outspeed anything that'll hit it? I beg you to look over to Extreme Speed, Mock Punch... Um, these priority moves Uh, that no matter how fast you are, yeah, it's going to hit first, no matter how fast you are. So unfortunately, because of those factors combined, Mega Beedrill is just too easy to kill. And the other big thing you've got to remember is that it doesn't exist in a vacuum. If you have Mega Beedrill, you can't have another possibly more useful Mega Evolution on your team. 
this is uh, what has caused Beedrill to be just not used at all in the current national decks format. I probably should have mentioned you actually can't use Beedrill in Sword and Shield right now. It doesn't exist, and certainly not Mega Beedrill. So you could use it in national decks, but then you're giving up Mega Metagross, you know, Mega Lopany, Mega... Tyranitar, Alakazam, these incredible, unstoppable mega evolutions in exchange for this, you know, piece of paper that's going to give one of the nastiest paper cuts ever. Also, the but mega still, Charizard's both very good as well. Exactly. Sure. Yes. Oh, yes. Mega Charizard's are both good. Although, it is because there are two of them that they're so good. We're not talking about Charizard right now, but if you see a Charizard on the other side of the field... You don't know exactly what it's going to do, which makes both forms even more dangerous. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure one of them is special-based and one of them is physical-based, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So it's like, they're very they're two different coins, so until they start doing something, they are a... You can't be like, oh, it's going to be... Phys you, you don't know if it's going to be physical or special, so you can't just switch something in and be like, oh, this will be able to tank special attacks, but then it's a physical attacker and it just wipes it out. Exactly. Dude, that's lit. Wait. Wait, you tell me Charizard can have it's got two trees which it goes down or wants yeah. wants to mega evolve? Look at look it up. The Mega Charizard Y, I believe, has big wings and he he has this huge special attack and he launches huge firebase moves and Mega Charizard X turns black and blue and gains the dragon type finally and he like punches people. What? Flare blitz. Huh, I didn't I didn't know that was legal. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, only Charizard and Mewtwo have two different Mega Evolution forms. Gotta look up Mewtwo now. Mewtwo has the same, actually. One of them's special and one of them's uh, physical. So, yeah. Another problem Beedrill faced in, I believe, X and Y, but not Sun and Moon, is that if you... So, you Mega Evolve to start the turn and then you do the move, you would still act at the speed of your pre-evolved form. So you only gain that huge speed boost from the Mega Evolution on the next turn after you've already Mega Evolved. That so sucks. you need to keep Beedrill alive at 75 speed before he Mega Evolves, which is going to be outsped by basically everything. Which means you either need to be really risky or run Protect, which is taking up one of your move slots, mm -hmm. which is just terrible. Well, you only need, like, Poison Jab and, like, what, like, X-Scissors? Would that be the bug-type move of choice, maybe? It is not. I'm not? glad you bring it up. I was, like, X I, I was like, I don't know what the optimal bug type move is now that I think about it. X scissor is the second bug move of choice if you are just using B drill to clean up at the end of a game. The bug move of choice is U-turn. So what U-turn does is you use it, it lands, it's 70 base power, double stab bonus, huge attack, it's gonna deal big damage, and then you switch out your Pokemon. So if the opponent switches out, they'll switch out first. You hit with U-turn, and you can react to their switch. If they don't switch, you hit them, and you can switch into something that can take on whatever you're up against. Okay. Huh. Also, one thing that I have seen on a Mega Beedrill set before, and if done right, I think can work well, but the move Fellstinger? How, how, how is that? Like, would that kind uh, of I actually haven't heard of this thing. I'll look at it here. Yes. I because I'm pretty sure if oh. it's like relatively low base power, but if you defeat a Pokemon with it, I think it raises your attack by like three stages. Holy crap. Yes, I've got it here on Smogon. It is 30 base power, so less than half of the of the base power of U-turn. 
but it will raise your attack by two stages if it knocks someone out. So I think if you have both this and X Scissor, and especially if your opponent isn't ready for it, they're like, oh, he switched into Beedrill, I'll let him kill something and I'll switch into something I've got. You can use it, get that attack bonus, and they won't be ready to wall Beedrill. So if they switch into something really fat and unkillable oh no i've got double attack or just like a steel type pokemon yeah hard to break through for poor for poor beedrill the problem with fell stinger is that if they switch into someone with those priority moves like extreme speed doesn't matter that you're yeah. double attack they're gonna outspeed and kill you i feel like fell is mainly there to like catch people off guard like that's something that if you're not prepared for it it can be even more powerful but like if you keep that in the back of your head and think that as a possibility that could it kind of stops that entire setup because then you have like a wasted move slot kind of like with protect with back end mm, yep x and y yep exactly it sounds like speed is super duper important because that determines like if you're able to go first because like if your pokemon goes first is able to knock out the opposing pokemon they just lost like they, they first of all just lost their entire turn and a pokemon so, like, you oh. just had a turn where you they didn't do anything, except they're now able to switch into a Pokemon that could take out. So, it, sometimes it's worth it to, like, sacrifice a Pokemon if you think you can win otherwise, but it's still, like, they're not doing anything if you can stop them. from Or if you're, like, use, like, a Serene Grace flinching set where you just stop them from playing the game forever. Mm. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that doesn't all, sound fun. If all other stats are equal, or even if you have lower in every other stat, but your speed is higher, most of the time you're going to win because it, it equates to a whole extra turn for you because you killed them on that last turn. Hmm. So yeah, the huge speed for Mega Beedrill propels it from one of the most useless Pokemon you can imagine to underused. It never got to overused, but it was underused. And I think Beedrill is a very successful competitive Pokemon uh, who just isn't doing anything right now, but definitely had some glory days back in X and Y and S and M. Personally, I think the biggest thing that like I will always hold Beedrill as like a quote unquote good Pokemon because it's since it can be fully evolved at level ten, it can have pretty decent stats for like early game. It's like it's not a Pokemon you're going to carry forever, but it can help you like get through some of those uh, early levels a little earlier in pokemon because you have relatively good base stats for that early in the game i feel like that's its main use i guess but yeah it's not a pokemon you're supposed to keep up until the elite four not that that ever stopped me but <laughs> dude i was notorious as a kid for taking those like trashy like first couple of routes pokemon all the way up into yes the, into victory especially for some reason in generation three and hoenn i like there was almost always at least one swallow lanoon or mightyena in my team when i beat the elite four like i don't know if i've ever played those games without having at least one of those pokemon in my party i feel like that speaks to the the relationship you had you know it's like i love this pokemon i'm keeping it with me i just always enjoyed those pokemon like so much that i would always just keep at least one of them and i also hope that lanoon could be used as a uh, hm slave so that was also always helpful i always had a zigzagoon on me for when i was playing the game i i never really liked zigzagoon but it was always there he was my boy Zigzagoon will always be there for you. 
That's just a fact. <laughs> uh, so, I assume that's it for competitive stuff, Kip? That's all we've so. got, except one fun comment is that Mega Beedrill and Klefki, who we've already talked about a bit and who was in a previous episode, would often end up going head-to-head <gasps> in X and Y, U, U, and Klefki destroys Mega Beedrill. Yeah, I'm that's just looking at funny. that. I'm looking at the, the, like, just the types, and I'm like... Yeah, there's nothing Beedrill can do to Klefki, because I think even, like, isn't Fairies resistant to, to Bug, if I'm correct, right? I'm actually not sure. I'm not I sure. don't think it matters, though. I don't think, like, either either way, it's like, yeah, just, like, Mega Beedrill couldn't do, like, anything to a Klefki. And before you, you comment, yes, Mega Beedrill can learn Drill Run, which is ground type. Oh, yeah. Klefki can learn Magnet yeah, Rise. Magnet Rise. So, rip. Mega B drill. Oh, Shoot. That is... Just can't compete with Klefki. Yeah, it's it's tough when you get beat out by a keychain. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens to me every Thursday. Actually, you know what never mind. I'm totally happy that Klefki would win though. Also I can never remember Klefki and I always call it Kaflifli. <laughs> There's a fun fact for you. Okay. Also, one last thing into like competitive and like stats. If I'm pretty sure, wasn't in one of the generations, didn't Beedrill just get like a 10 point buff to one of its stats? It's attack, yes. It's I was going to mention, I, I forget exactly which generation, but it got a little, just a teeny little buff uh, that didn't help at all. It helped when it got a mega evolution because it already had that extra plus 10 to its attack stat. So it was able to be 10 higher than when it if it didn't have that buff so yeah it's actually i i've got it here it's in x and y when its mega evolution was introduced that its attack stat went from 80 to 90 <laughs> they were like yeah we're like we need that extra 10 points just put it into the base pokemon just give it a bone is 10 a lot uh, sounds like it not, or is it just okay it's not huge it kind of depends where that where that pokemon's like for base Beedrill, it doesn't really mean much, I, I think, because it's, like, it already has such low stats, and, like, it doesn't have, like, a really great attack anyway. It's not really pushing anything over the edge. But I think with, like, speed, that could be very helpful, because it could push... If you're at, like, 95 and you push you to, like, 105, I think that's huge, I would say. Yes, you're exactly right. 10 attack is, like, eh, you know, any Pokemon will take it, but you'd way rather have 10, 10 more points in speed. Okay. So, uh, I guess we can now go into some trivia and stuff. Uh, Beedrill's English name was originally going to be spelled with only one L instead of two as we know it today. Beedrill is often seen as the parallel of Butterfree because both of their unevolved forms evolve at 7 and 10, uh, respectively, to get to their final forms. And they both go through metamorphosis-like evolutions, although, in my opinion, all Pokemon evolutions are metamorphosis. <laughs> but... <laughs> That is, uh, that's neither here nor there. That's my own conspiracy theories and rantings. Uh, they both have a base stat total of 395. And then uh, in the black games, Beedrill was a version exclusive, while in the white games, Butterfree was a version exclusive. Now, in the hmm. game Pokemon Conquest, Beedrill is the only Pokemon featured without the other Pokemon in its evolutionary line. So it's like there's Beedrill, but there's no Weedle or Kakuna. That's just... I find that rather interesting and weird that they're just like, let's throw this Pokemon in, but like, it's it's just it's just that one. I'm like, okay. 
Mega Beedrill has the highest attack and speed base stats of all Poison-type Pokemon. It also has the lowest special attack base stat of all Poison-type <laughs> and Mega Evolved Pokemon. It has the lowest defense of all Mega Evolved Pokemon and the lowest single base stat of any Mega Evolved Pokemon. Well, don't say Beedrill never set any records. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Mega Beedrill is the only Mega Pokemon to have their uh, base special attack drop upon Mega Evolving. In the red, blue, and yellow games, if a Beedrill was caught, it, it would be 100% holding a Bitterberry, while in the games Gold, Silver, Crystal, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Black, White, Black 2, White 2, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and Pokemon XD, I had a chance of holding a Poison Barb. In XD, this was a 100% chance. Uh, in Gold, Silver, and Crystal, it was a 2% chance. And for all the others, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Black, White, Black, White, Black 2, White 2, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, it was a 5% chance. Hmm. And that's my set of fun facts for the day. So I looked on the. Uh... It's my fun fact time. Uh, I looked on the uh, Charmanthosaurus for Beedrill, and it was just a Reddit link. So I clicked on it, and it sent me to Reddit, of course. And it talked about how some people had data mined some stuff about the uh, new Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. And it looked like there was a Beedrill that could be coming. Now, it's Nintendo didn't confirm it. But it looks like it looks like Beedrill will probably be coming to Sword and Shield. So yeah, look forward to that. I will. I think that's all for our Beedrill information. We'll just do some quick housekeeping. Follow us on social media, such as Twitter and Instagram. Email us at thepokenomicon at gmail.com to vote on which Pokemon you would like us to talk about, as well as any other Pokemon-related questions. I'd be happy to answer them in my amateur way. Subscribe to us on your preferred listening platform so that you can have access to our episodes the second they are out. Our intro and outro music is You're the Dummy from Derek Clegg's album, Solar. The next episode will be coming out on the 25th and we'll be covering... Skitty! That'll be it. Uh, see you next week on the Pokenomicon. Thank you for joining us. You're the Dummy. You're the dummy that don't believe